You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Simulcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Coming up, we peel back the onion. That was Sunday, Week 13, the regular season finale of the Fantasy Football season. Want to hear your stories today. I'm sure you got some stories. We got some stories. A lot going on. So here we go. Week 13. The theme, of the, the theme of today's show, Matt, is you waited until now. You waited until now when we absolutely needed you the most to show up or not show up. You waited until now, Tom Brady. You waited until now, Marshawn Lynch. It can go either way, Matt Medica. Week 13, the Sunday part, the majority, only one game left, is in the books. How are you feeling right now? Let's do an inventory. Uh, I am feeling good. Uh, Jake tells you to check the link. I'm going to tell you to, how to build bank accounts. There I you want, go. I want a build bank accounts T-shirt with the Monopoly guy on there, <laughs> monocle and all on. Uh, it was a it was a very successful weekend. I did lose a couple of really good teams though. Yeah. Unfortunately, one because of Tom Brady. Yeah. I'm putting up ten points, zero touchdowns. But, you know, I got the, the primetime league, best points, uh, best record. Three out of my four primes should be going to the dance. So that's what it's all about. Success. I want to talk about some teams. I, I hate when I lose teams. Yeah. You feel what I'm oh, saying? It's heartbreaking. You're like, oh, it was, it was so nice setting, your, setting this lineup every week. You fought to the bitter end. Today I will talk about some of the teams I lost. All in, kid, Jake Seeley. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing good. Very good, Jake. Glad to hear that you're doing well. How did everything go this weekend? How did Week 13 shake out? Can we get a quick inventory from the all-in kid? No, you can't. I tell you that all the time. I haven't checked yet. Oh, that's right. Jake don't go on until Monday afternoon or something like that, he was saying. Jake, that's got to be painstaking. You don't – wait a minute. Scott be saying he don't check his scores either. I'm going to be like, Scott, I don't, I'm not buying that. You don't be looking at your scores at all on Sunday, Jake? No, I don't. I told you that before. I watch football. I'm not interested in my box scores. I don't care. I can't change them. I check on Monday after we do this show when I'm doing my work and stuff like that. It's just it's not that interesting to me for some reason. All right. Well, yeah, well, I feel you. Sometimes the bees like that. You don't want to take a peek. But other times, see, I'm the type of cat. I'm always in there checking and looking. And a lot of the stuff I was checking and looking at yesterday, Matt Medica, I pretty much was very upset with. It doesn't be the fact that I have a wide receiver Hand trio of Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, and Brandon Cooks. The three of them can't even add up for ten damn points. There was that was kind that's of that's a good th- team with those three no, wide receivers on it. That team is done now, Matt. Yeah, like you're upset about that. I'm upset about my Alvin Kamara marking where I not going to get into the Super Playoffs. I had that fourth and final spot for the play. Only four teams get in, and Tom Brady's ten points is going to leave me looking outside. TFB gave you a ten. In week 13, <laughs> it's nothing but the devil, Matt. It's nothing but the devil. Down in the hole. 
You waited until now, though. When we come back, we're going to talk about some players that waited until now to drop a dud in week 13. Also, telephone lines. I know y'all got stories. We want to hear from them. Hear them from you. 844-843-6879 to Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio on Overreaction Monday. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Reaction Monday, FNTSY Radio's Fantasy Football Frenzy, Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive, the Accuracy Expert, the All-In Kid, Jake Seeley, Wall Street, Matt Medica. We are getting it done. I want to talk right quick before I get into um, you waited until now. Talk about the team I lost yesterday, dearly beloved. <laughs> you come here this Monday morning. Can I spill some coffee? Gather, <laughs> gathered around a fantasy football team that will no longer be playing. This is a team that had the fifth pick on draft day. Mike Evans, I took it with the fifth pick. Came back in the second round, I took Brandon Cooks. In the third round, I took Devontae Adams. I like the way this shaped up so far. In round number four, I took Michael Crabtree, started four straight wide receivers. In round five, I took Carlos Hyde. In round six, I took Dalvin Cook. Round seven, I took Corey Davis. Round eight, LeGarrett Blunt. Round nine, Jameis Winston. All of these gentlemen are still on the team. Unfortunately, so for Corey Davis. <laughs> we'll get into Corey Davis a little bit later on. <clears throat> Kenneth Dixon was on this team. This was way before. This was well, well ahead of the injury. Kobe Fleener, Tagan Jr. still around. Jamal Williams on this team. But uh, got him late too, but let him go at some point. Taylor Gabriel still on the team. Seahawks defense, O.J. Howard. Pop quiz, Ja quiz. Lance Dunbar and Kamal Aiken. I thought Kamal Aiken was going to be a thing. I also thought Andrew Luck was going to be playing this year. That team is gone, Jake. That team went down flame of smoke yesterday. The problem with that team was, and this kind of leads to something I said on the Roto Express earlier this morning. The problem with that team was, Jameis Winston didn't come through for me. Jameis was a flat-out dog most of the season. Before he got hurt, he wasn't playing well. Then after he got hurt, I'm mixing and matching. This team had, at five different points during the season, <laughs> this team had a quarterback leave the game and give me less than 10 points. On, on, at five weeks in a row, this team, that happened to this team. This team has moved on. It is packing day for this team. They have to get their stuff. They have to get out of Dodge. No longer playing, but they, they fought valiantly. All in kid, Jake Seeley. Because of this team right here that I liked a lot, thought it was a pretty good team. I'll be honest with you. Inconsistent quarterback play is the reason why a lot of my teams are not moving forward past, you know, into weeks 14, 15, and 16. Next year, Jake, I don't want to be overreactionary. It is overreaction Monday. Next year, Jake, I'm going to be a little bit more quarterback snobbish. I'm going to spend more higher round picks on a quarterback that I can put in there every week and not have to worry about. The waiting for the quarterback game, I don't want to say it's over, 
But I'm gonna do much less waiting for the quarter playing waiting playing quarterback chicken and waiting to get the last quarterback off the board to pop. I want a consistent guy I know can get the job done moving forward in the majority of my leagues. Would you disagree with that? I still disagree with it, uh, but you're letting last year dictate, or this year now, because it'll be it'll be last year next year. You're yeah. letting this year dictate your opinion going forward. It's the same thing as people get pissed off at players and don't draft them next year, and then you can scoop up the value because they disappointed. Is look, Tom Brady knocked people out of playoffs yesterday. Aaron Rodgers is on the IR, and yes, injuries are predictable. But the same thing is, I have a couple teams where I just rode Josh McCown into the playoffs. I can nice. tell you right now without even looking. That's the ones I, I checked two of them in the break to kind of give you an update. I have two teams so far, two out of two so far. I know all of them didn't make it, yeah. but I rode Josh McCown. I had Alex Smith on a couple that I had dropped a while ago, but then I picked up and I was playing the McCown and the Case Keenums and stuff like that. I had one where I was saving Philip Rivers for the second half. That's my home league. At Philip Rivers this second half, and I forget in the first half, I think it was Cam Newton for most of the year. So you can still do it. It just, you get, some people get hit by it. If you played, you know, a quarterback snob the other way and you were riding one of the top guys for the entire year, you could have worked out if you did it the other way. It just depends on which end you, I mean, you can get hit no matter which way you did it. Matt, Jake is right. It, 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 the stories can go both ways because you got Aaron Rodgers owners, you got the TFB yeah. owners, right? Whatever. Yeah, no, but but the thing is, but is maybe I'm being overreactionary because I feel bad because I lost with solid team. You play Dalvin Cook, his, even with his, Dalvin Cook gone, his team still. Here's thrived. the first question I'm going to ask you: You, what do you play in more six point passing touchdowns or four point passing? touchdowns? This year, I played in a lot more six point passing and in touchdowns. That, that type of format, I believe in going quarterback heavier. Mm. Going higher up, and I, I think that does pay off. Yes, Tom Brady got you knocked off. Aaron Rodgers has been out. And look, David Johnson, the consensus number one pick, played what one game, not not even. He's been hurting back to back games. If we yeah, move. but the thing is, how many quarterbacks well, are in the top ten that are snobs this year? There's not very many at all. Okay, but, but Tom Brady, who's is number three on the season, so I mean, he's what four points behind Carson Wentz. That's what and you're getting. That's what that's what you're getting when when you're paying up that thing. It's it's like that first round draft pick. Okay, maybe you draft Mike Trout number one overall, but if as long as he's top five, that's all you care about. You just, you want him to be top five, top three, you know. So for Tom Brady in the leagues I play in, he's paid off. Now he cost me on a team that I really liked in a league that I really wanted to get in, which otherwise was a very successful day yesterday. He put up ten points and zero touchdowns. That. That's the reason why I'm not going to be in the playoffs in that league, and I'm pretty pissed off about that. But I drafted Brady because I said I'm not. I I want to have an opportunity, and I had the opportunity yesterday. Other players kind of let me down too, but the main reason was Tom Brady putting up ten points. Tom Brady puts up ten points yesterday, just when you needed Tom Brady the most versus the Buffalo Bills, who he normally hammers. Tom Brady lets you down. Another player that lets you. What's up, but, Matt? But, yeah, but let me just finish. Like pretty much. If we, if we take out Andrew Luck, who for the most part was uh, anywhere from like four to six, depending upon what you thought, where he was coming or when you were drafted. But let's take out Andrew Luck. So you had Rodgers, Brady, Breeze, uh, Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan. And for me, and I think for a lot of people, Kirk Cousins was sixth, seventh at worst. So I'm looking Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Kirk Cousins. In the leagues I play in, those are the th- three of the top five quarterbacks. All right, here's the thing. Here's the problem. Here's the deal right here. This draft season, too much of us fell in love with that little pocket where Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, and Derek Carr lived. We fell in love with that pocket, 
and those three quarterbacks disappointed this year. Would you agree with that, Jake? No, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with Winston and Mariota, but no, hell no on Derek Carr. No way. No way, not even close. No, oh, but, you wasn't drafting no, him. That's yeah. what you're saying. But, but there were but you a had lot of people, people were, that yeah. did have him for yeah. MVP. I'm not saying But you, that's fine. But, you know. no, and that's fine. But to go back to your point, if we drop down to the entire 10, though, that's where my counterpoint is coming. If you look at the rest of the 10, it's Wentz, Smith, Prescott, Stafford, Cam yep. Newton, Jared Goff, Phillip Rivers, all these guys that are averaging, and I'm looking at that per, per, per game, mm-hmm. you know, 24 or more. I know Russell Wilson's up at 30. I just saying is the fact that you can go either it could have worked either way for you and that's the counter argument of not drafting a quarterback early is you can do it either way. So if you can do it the other way, what's the point of spending that capital especially if you run the same risk? Like I I know that Tom Brady is just the one week example, but Tom Brady hasn't had he's had two quiet weeks before this. It's just you could run the same risk getting knocked out one game by one position of a quarterback. And that's really my point. I understand the appeal of it and feeling safe and not having to worry about it. I'm just making the counterpoint and saying it can work both ways. I'll agree. And I think one of the points I picked up on and the reason I, I, I definitely wanted Russell Wilson in four-point passing leagues is NFFC, upside. is NFFC Hall of Fame because Carroll puts the point where, you know, he's going to be one of the – I mean, I, I think everybody pretty much had him consensus. He was in that top five if we take out luck. He was a, he was a top five quarterback entering the year. But the but the rushing upside, he rushes for you know, his rushing could give you that extra touchdown per week just on, on those kind of numbers. But in the, I'm just saying, if you play in a six point passing league, I have no problem paying up for the quarterback. And Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady guys, and Russell Wilson, I think those will be right be right back in next year. Telephone lines be open next segment so you can react. Let us know if you got in. Let us know who let you down. Let us know what happened. 844-843-6879. Mike Evans. <clears throat> I'd like to thank you, Mike Evans, for nothing. When I needed you most, you were one of the biggest dogs of week 13. Mike Evans, thank you for nothing. But don't worry. Still got love for you. I'll be back next year. Duke Johnson Jr., I swore myself off from you this time last year. You did very well for me this year, Duke Johnson Jr., Jake, yesterday when I needed Duke Johnson Jr. the most, Duke Johnson Jr. showed up the least. That's, not, that's the end of your statement? That's it, Jake. It hurt my feelings that bad. That's all I can say, Jake. What the hell was that? Why did he do that to me? I don't know. I don't run the Cleveland Browns. I'm sorry. They probably have a position open <laughs> in the offseason. Duke Johnson yesterday, he let the fantasy owners down. I had situations where I was playing against Duke Johnson and I was playing Duke Johnson. 3.2 points in the PPR. DJJ, Duke Johnson Jr., two rushing yards, two receptions for 10 yards. You waited until now, Duke Johnson Jr. You waited until now to put three and a half points in my lineup. Yeah, he waited exactly. He wrote me all the way back in, Matt Matika. And it felt good. In all fairness, it felt good in all most fairness, of the season. Though, he's had a really good season as a PPR back. I've, I've had him in my Staten Island League and a couple of these NFFC teams, and he's been good. He pooped yesterday, but... I'm about to run down on Duke Johnson twice. <laughs> we gonna be forever, Duke Johnson. Julio Jones, you're next, buddy. 844-843-6879, the Fantasy Football Frenzy. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. 
Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Fantasy football frenzy on FNTSY Radio. You waited until now, son of a gun. Zach Ertz, fantastic season. Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz owners everywhere. Want to thank Zach Ertz. Big up to Zach Ertz. Props to Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz, you got it done. I didn't own you nowhere, Zach Ertz. I was like, I'm not waiting for December for this guy to show up. <laughs> Not going to do it. <clears throat> I said, you know what? I don't have time to wait for December for a player to show up because I got the whole season ahead of me. I can't wait for Zach Ertz to be Santa Claus. So I didn't touch Zach Ertz. I saw Zach Ertz jump out. One of the top tight ends in fantasy football. Carson Wentz's main man, his BFF, the apple of his eye. It's yesterday, Zach Ertz. <laughs> Not last week. When you eliminated one of my team with your 30-point game, you waited till this week, Zach Ertz, when everybody was depending on you, counting on you. Legion of Boom, decimated. Big spot in Seattle. Reliable, tight end. Quarterback's best friend like a dog. Zach Ertz, you were a dog, two for 24. When we needed you the most, Zach Ertz. Remember, Dick, I didn't watch too much of this game. What the hell happened? What the hell happened is, you know, I thought Carson Wentz was going to really crush me last night. I had to sweat that out going in. I had, uh, I was down four and a half points. I had Carson Wentz. Billy Waz had Jimmy Graham. And I barely won. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I mean, look, Zach Ertz, uh, I believe it towards the, uh, in the second half, he seemed to be what suffered a concussion possibly. Oh, maybe that's what it is. He was getting checked out. But look, the Eagles were very a- apprehensive. They weren't an, an aggressive team last night. I, I just didn't like their, their body language, their look at all. And look, Ertz, as you said, last week he was a beast. But two out of the last three weeks... He's got under five points in a PPR. We are in to the month of this. Maybe this year, it's December where he goes away. That's what I'm about to ask the all-in kid, Jake Seeley. Is this guy going to pull a reversal on us? Is Zach Ertz now going to disappear in December after being missing December for so many years? The clock, the calendar flips to December, and Zach Ertz says, you know what? I'm tired. I'm good. That's the joke that I made two weeks ago. I called him Bizarro Ertz. When I remember when we were talking about that, and then I said, but it wasn't December yet, and we, we joked about it, and I said that. But it, the kidding aside, it's not, he's not going to all of a sudden disappear and not show yeah. up these last three weeks either. The fact is, it was just a game that got out of control for just the game in general. The Seahawks surprisingly played decent defense with all the injuries that they have, and they were able to keep Wentz in check. It was I watched most of the game. It was disappointing for anybody that was rooting for 
Wentz, uh, everybody involved, Alshon Jeffrey for the most part, he had a decent game. But, you know, looking at that, I expected more if you had Wentz. I expected more if you had Zach Ertz, obviously. And I was rooting for the Eagles even as a Giants fan because I was rooting for other playoff teams. I wanted to see Seattle get knocked out for the wild card situation. So I was rooting from that aspect. It was frustrating to watch across the board for all of those reasons. It's just a game that didn't click right for them. It's definitely one that they're going to have to go back into the film room and say, you know what? If we're really going to be a Super Bowl contender, you can't have an ugly – because it was. It was an ugly game, ugly-looking game like that on the road in Seattle. 844 Julio Jones, you did it again. We needed you most. Nowhere to be found. Jordan Howard, welcome to the club. We needed you most, Jordan Howard. You son of a gun. You were nowhere to be found. Well, that's a couple times this year, though, for Jordan Howard. Yeah. I just wanted to if, put if the, dramatic. You just, you just, you're, yeah, you're yeah. dramatic. <laughs> but it's been off and off for Jordan Howard. Adam Thielen and Steph Diggs. No, 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 gotta be started. <laughs> Jake, let me go ahead and get you started. Adam Thielen and Steph Diggs. You know what? I don't own the, the Thielen guy nowhere. You know, full disclosure. I just was missing him. I was taking other players when I should have been drafting Adam Thielen. You thought he was Rocky Marciano? I, no, no, no. I, Chris Hogan was. I know Thielen can play. I thought Chris Hogan was Rocky Marciano. Steph Diggs, I liked a little bit better. I think the whole industry liked Steph Diggs better. Ranking these players 2018 and four, but it's tough because you don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Talk about the situation they had yesterday against the Atlanta Falcons, then, Jake. And there's no, the situation there was, it was a good matchup. And mm-hmm. No true font on top of everything was why Stefan Diggs even got a boost, too. I had Thielen as a wide receiver one. I had Stefan Diggs as a high-end wide receiver two. I had Case Keenum as a sleeper. Case Keenum actually still had a pretty decent game for fantasy purposes. I played him. Yeah, but it's just disappointing because he went to Kyle Rudolph. It was just the fact was this was a disappointing game all around. I, I, the entire game, whether you were a Vikings fan or a Falcons fan or had pieces in this game outside of like Jarek McKinnon and Kyle Rudolph, you were pretty frustrated with this game. It was just a miserable watch. It, it was boring. It, it was. really came on the red zone. I had to keep switching my TV over to that game just to see what was going on because the red zone didn't even want to cover it. So I just it, it's 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 very frustrating. And the worst part about it is why I said don't don't talk to me about that is because my home league, which I had the first round by next week, so this week it, was, it didn't matter if I won or lost. Fortunately, I just traded for Tom Brady and Adam Thielen heading into the playoffs. Wonderful. <laughs> so there you go. It's, it's all my fault for those two players. There you go. Now I should have you heads up. Thielen and Diggs. Not what we expect from Thielen and Diggs. I, I thought it was going to be fantasy gold yesterday. Was it? <laughs> really did. I thought Diggs was going to have a have a game. Like I said, started off great. First pass of the game, he catches it 14 yards. I thought Thielen was going to do what he does. <clears throat> It seemed like a perfect scenario set up with uh, a depleted Atlanta Falcons secondary. Yeah. It wasn't to be. Adam, Case Keenum started you yesterday on the team that I lost yesterday. You played your heart out, kid. I can't blame you. 844-843-6879. Let's go to Q in South Carolina. Q, give me some good news, brother. Well, I leave you five points from uh, from Le'Veon Bell tonight. So I hope it won't be that situation you're talking about. <laughs> I would be the cue if Le'Veon Bell don't give you five points. That's going to be tough. Are you in the playoffs or you need this W to get in the playoffs, Q? Oh, I'm sure in he the playoffs. What's up? The thing is that I, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to start Kareem Hunt. Ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Not even versus Oakland next week. <laughs> Listen, the Kareem Hunt thing is crazy, yo. Q, 
I'm just sitting up there. Hell, uh, my man Mac Medica, man, I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm, I'm loyal to you too, brother. But uh, okay, so let me ask you a question: You're not going to play Jordan Howard next week, neither, right? He don't own Jordan. I'm Howard. just saying, if you had him, you wouldn't. You wouldn't play him. I mean, when I, I got Rex Burkhead. I think I'm going to go to Rex Burkhead. Okay. Again. You got Burkhead and Bell. And I, and, I got, and, I got Kenyon, and I got Kenyon Drake, too. But both of them put up some good numbers. Okay. Well, you got I, to I me. tried it, man. You I, do have good options, Q. I and mean, you are in the standard league, right? Q plays in the standard? Yeah, Q's in the standard. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. But I got it. But, uh, yeah, he, he, I understand how Kansas City, man. I mean, I just don't understand the offense, like you guys were saying. But I got a question about tight ends because I did have a – didn't show up, and that was Vernon Davis. Oh, yeah. VD. Oh, my God. VD so, didn't show uh, up this I, I week. Don't, I don't think, <laughs> yeah, man, true. I don't think I can go with him, but I got some options here, man. I, should I go with Charles Clay, Austin Zafari, and Jenkins? Um, uh, you know, or Q, Richie Q, Jones, Q, 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 Q. We did Monday Night Football. We ain't even played Monday Night Football yet, Q. I'm still processing so, through yeah, Week you know, 13. You know, <laughs> All right, man. But Q, I just, I just here, here's the easiest one. You all moving can, on, right, he, Q? He he said Ricky Seals Jones. Just go pick up Ricky Seals Jones. Oh, if you need to pick him up, the legend of Ricky Seals, go pick up the legend of Ricky Seals. He's going to be a thing throughout the fantasy football playoffs. Pick him up. Q, don't drop Kareem Hunt for him, but go yeah. pick up Ricky Seals. I'm dropping Bernie Yeah, drop Bernie Davis. That's cool. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with it, too. Yeah, make sure Q holler back. We'll get you ready for week 14. 844 Florio, we still got Tony? Tony hung up. He couldn't wait. All right, so cool. Got that good to go. All right. Josh McCown. Give it up for Josh McCown. Give it up for Josh McCown. Jake, I rolled Josh McCown out in the, in the flex. I'm still going to lose my fifth game in a row. This time, Carl Safchick decided to beat me by 70 damn points. I'm like, I got Josh McCown. I, I'm getting on back on the winning track going into the playoffs. He played. I don't even know who he played. I'm looking at his score. Like, why do you have 143? You know what I'm saying? Like, who do you have that you have 143? And I got Josh McCown in my starting lineup. I'm not getting it done. But Josh McCown, Jake, Josh McCown was excellent yesterday and been excellent all season. Josh McCown is playing as a QB1. Heck, you know what's funny is that's the person I got the most thank yous for yesterday was Josh McCown because I had him as a top 10 quarterback this week. and It's a quarterback-driven league, man. Everybody's yeah. looking for those quarterbacks. Uh, Josh McCown, I didn't expect that, though. I didn't expect two rushing touchdowns for Josh McCown. Come on. Josh McCown was balling. expect one. And then I and like they were helping. They were helping on getting him that first one with those QB sneaks at the goal line. They wanted. They, they were trying touchdown. to get him a concussion or a touchdown. Either or, they was going all the way out. But Josh, and I'm watching Josh McCown run down the Meadowlands field, hey. pointing at the, pointing to the receivers like he's damn Joe Montana. I will. I will tell you one thing. I'm looking up his name right now because I can't think of it off the top of my head. But I we saw, talked earlier a couple weeks ago, and I said end the season right now. Sean McVay deserves Coach of the Year. No doubt. Uh, John Morton, that's his name. Johnny Morton. The Jets the OC. Jets, yeah, the Jets OC. Deserves Austin's accord. Like, whatever award we can give him, he, he deserves something. I think, do they have an award for an assistant of the year? They may have an award for assistant of the year. They're having a college football. No, okay. I forget who was nominated for Matt, one of them. Josh McCown getting it done. Oh, you don't understand. G-T-D. The text messages I was getting yeah. during this game, because my friend in Staten Island, my partner, texted me, should we start Josh McCown over Cam? Yeah. And I said, you can make the call, but I would go with Cam in a first-place matchup. Let's see if Superman puts the cape on. 
And thank God, you know, I, it was a six-point touchdown, so Cam still put up like 26 points. Thank God for that. And when we come back, see you starting to line up on the telephone lines. We'll get to you. want to hear your Week 13 stories over Reaction Monday right here, FNTSY Radio. Once again, we'll give another shout-out to Josh McCown for coming through real big time, fantasy football owners. Got some more guys waiting until now. Uh, Derrick Henry is one of them. We'll discuss him when we come right, right here on the Fantasy Football Frenzy Test. Take your phone calls. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Kings of Fantasy, they're all on higher. Yo, yo, Florio, is this a reset? This call list right here, is this reset call list? Yeah, here you go, Fantasy Football Friends, the overreaction Monday. Derrick Henry, you waited until now. You waited until deep in the fourth quarter because you was going to have some people cursing you out on your Twitter timeline, brother. <laughs> Shout out to Derrick Henry, though. He gets the job done, get that big run. I think you got to start both these dudes moving forward throughout the course of the playoffs. I think weeks 14, 15, season 16. I don't, I'm not looking at no matchups right now. I don't have nothing in front of me. This is just blind me talking. I think the carries, I think the production, I think no, that team wants to do. See, the Corey Davis thing and them throwing the football all around, F that. That's over. Mm-hmm. Cut Corey Davis. Get rid of him. He's bad juju right now. It he is. He's, he, Corey Davis has been... A, 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 a bad omen to my, some of my fantasy teams. Teams where I held on to Corey Davis for 10, 11, 13 damn weeks, right? And him not do nothing. He's on those teams. Those teams stopped playing yesterday. And I'm blaming Corey Davis because I could have I could have went and picked up Jermaine Curse. I could have picked up Jermaine Curse, Jake. I could have dropped him and picked up the Curse. I could have dropped him and picked up Robbie Anderson. Well, I would have made that. I would have I done both of those things. You know, that we talked that, about. But, You're blaming the wrong person. Who should I mean, Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's it's, right. It's, <laughs> that's right. Corey Davis can't force the ball to himself. Marcus Mariota is not looking his way, and I said we said, we discussed it on the show last Monday. And, and yesterday on line block, too. He's just not looking his way. There's no way. You can't force the ball there if it's not going there, and you can't make Corey Davis be productive if he's not getting the targets. He's catching most of everything that's coming his way, but it's two, three, four targets. It's and he was benchable to start with, and after yesterday, if you still held on to him, because it was still smart if you had a free spot on your bench, if you still were looking for the upside to still hold on to him, absolutely. But after yesterday, he's certainly droppable for anything else that might be out, even Peyton Barber that might be out there. Peyton Barber, that's a good call right there. Matt Medica, I'm sitting here, like I was saying, like I'm telling Jake a couple minutes ago, I tell these people out here, when people was going to the waiver wire picking up Curse and Robbie Anderson and maybe even Muhammad Sanu, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to pick up those cats. 
because I got Corey Davis. I'm not cutting him because when he come back, he going to be a stud. So I'm not even going to pick up those dudes. I should have been picking up those dudes. You should have been. In, that's one of the things like in fantasy baseball, if you draft these uh, prospects. That, prospects that you feel going to come up at some point, you hold on to those guys and you miss out on opportunities. It kills you. And it, it does hurt. Unless these guys pop. It does hurt. I mean, Corey Davis had the injury, had the groin yep. issue for a long time. We waited, and he's had some great matchups. But I agree with Jake. I don't think it's the talent. It's it's the quarterback. It's the quarterback, and it's Delaney Walker and Rashad, and, uh, Rashad Matthews, the only two guys I want. I'm hurt by that, and I feel bad for y'all, too. Well, you, too. I'm some no, yeah, no, and I feel bad for the people that's listening to us because they was holding them like we was holding them. You feel what I'm saying? right every time. No, I no, think no doubt. I think we've given a lot of good advice. Yeah. I know, you know, I had somebody trolling me on Old School Friday Night saying I was a Terrell Pryor truther, which I was. <laughs> <laughs> I totally was. I got that one wrong. <laughs> they had to go there on you, man. Eight <laughs> <laughs> Let's go out to my man, Trucker Rick. Trucker Rick, give me some good news, baby. Trucker Rick, roll the windows up or something, uh, Trucker Rick. You driving on I eighty five. I hear every damn thing was going on in, on the highway. Truck, roll the window uh, up. Really, uh, man, it's up, bro. It's up. Bro. Is that any better? That's gonna sound better. What's up? Any better? Yeah. Uh, hey, listen. It's, it's not said enough, you guys. It's really not said you guys enough. But I, I gotta thank Corey, Mike, Matt, Jake, Dane, and Scott. You guys, as you know, I got two two leagues to vote. 14 team PPR. One of 10. But I'm, I'm up just by 53 points. Yeah, I'm up by 53 points. He only has uh, uh, Steelers D and, and Tyler Croft going, so I think I'll get in the playoffs with that. Unless Tyler Croft had the game of his life, you should be in the playoffs. 10 4, 10 4. Now check it out. I need you guys' eyes because I fell asleep last night. Kareem Hunt, I'm, I agree with you, killing me. Corey Davis, I'm going to let go. And here's who I'm, I, I, I want you guys' eyes because I, I fell asleep last night. How did Mike Davis look, and how does Mike Davis look to you guys going forward over Kareem Hunt? Ooh. Listen, the Kareem Hunt people, you have every right to feel this way this morning. After last week, after this week, you have every right. But listen, as we get closer to setting lineups for Week 14, the first week of the playoffs, we're going to feel a little bit better about this. Jake, I didn't see much of the game last night. Obviously, you cannot put Mike Davis in your lineup over Kareem Hunt moving forward. I don't think it's that obvious, honestly. Oh, we, can't, just another one. We, can't, <laughs> we can't force the hand that's in control, and the hand that's in control is Andy Reid. And that, like, one, there was one touch for Kareem Hunt in the first quarter, one touch for Kareem Hunt in the fourth quarter. That, how is that feasible when you have a talent like Kareem Hunt? This has been going on for weeks now. Mike Davis, I, I probably don't go that far. I haven't obviously done any projections or rankings for mm, week 14 yet early. or 15. Or, what, what are we heading to? I, I, I'm losing 14. my mind over here. Yeah, don't yeah. worry about it, Jake. I got <laughs> I you. Just like, it's just so frustrating, the Kareem Hunt thing. But the thing about Mike Davis is I tweeted out two weeks ago when he started playing it, and I gave you my draft profile of him. I was exceptionally higher on him than most everybody else. He was oh. inside my top five that year. And it's, you've seen it in the two times where he's played. He's got that jump cut ability. He's got the explosiveness very fast, and he can get up to speed very fast. And he has the power to boot. He is the answer at running back if he can stay healthy. If you're going to give me 20 touches of Mike Davis versus 12 of Kareem Hunt, I'm going to take Mike Davis. Here's the thing yesterday's game. 
Travis Kelsey had 24 fantasy points, two touchdowns. Chiefs are up 14 nothing first five minutes of the game. Yeah, you would think they would have a concerted effort to just feed Kareem Hunt, feed the beast all game long. And say, look, Alex Smith had a great game throwing it, but man, was a shootout. I ran out of this joint yesterday, man. I was back uptown when I got off the train. I got uptown. I pull out my phone. I hit scores. I see Kansas City was up 14 nothing. I was like, yes, Kareem Hunt got a touchdown. Exactly. Kareem Hunt had to carry for five yards. He had nine carries on the day. What do you have? Forty-four yards. It, it, it was pitiful. He caught a couple passes. Got to nine point three something like that in the PPR. Something happened with Kareem. We got to figure this out. We got to have like a ceremony where we resurrect Kareem Hunt for for the fourteen, fifteen, Nothing sixteen. Nothing happened to him. Yeah, he's not slow. He's not for all the people out there that think he's oh he's slowing down. He's the rookie wall. It's not that. He's not doing that at all. He's still productive on a per touch basis. It's the touches aren't there. They're literally not there. We need a Kareem Hunt jersey for the studio. He had like twelve touches yesterday. Where's Nando? In a game where they scored thirty eight points in a shootout. He's not even really getting like. Why aren't you at least throwing him short passes? I, I, mean, I would, you, look, Andy I would Reed, love that. Andy Reid said he's stepping aside, giving the play calling up, and they still couldn't get it right. They had the bye. Andy Reid was known for after the, after the, the bye. bye. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been terrible. And, I mean, it's really been – ever since that Cowboy game is when we really saw it, where once again – he had nine carries and like 31 snaps. For I didn't reason, mind it that week. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, un- well, they were 6-0 at one point, right? They were rolling. And then it's 6-6. and six. So, so I they got a deal. Like my fantasy food. team, 6-0, and 6-6. Oh, no, six six. Food in between the 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock games because I wasn't that interested in watching the Giants. I knew I could have missed yeah. the first five minutes or whatever. During that ride there with my buddy, we were going there. I said the same thing, kind of similar to Matt, is – the Chiefs is Andy Reid not smart enough? You were five and one. You were rolling along, or six and zero. As you said, whatever the record was, you're rolling along. Cream Hunt's getting all these touches every single game. Everything's clicking. Alex Smith is clicking, and all of a sudden, the last couple of weeks now, you're losing almost every single game. And what's the big difference? Cream Hunt. We gotta figure out something. Nando, can we go to to, to Modell's and buy a Cream Hunt jersey to put in the studio? Maybe that resurrects him for Week 14, 15, 16. Maybe Andy Reid get his head on straight. After the show, we're going to get a Kareem Hunt We can Hunt get an jersey. extra large, and then I'll take it after the football season. Matt, are you want? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, go rock the jersey down. So we got to go get a Kareem Hunt jersey. Maybe that'll change everybody's fortunes. 844-843-6879. Aaron in Oklahoma. Aaron, talk nice to me. <laughs> All right. Hey, what's going on, fellas? <laughs> what's up with you, Aaron? <laughs> All right. So tonight is close. If I win, I'm for sure in the playoffs. Nice job. If I lose, it's a three-way tie with three of us at eight and five. Eight and five should have you in a wild card spot in the 12-team league, like locked in, not not uh, even going ten. this far. I know. Mm. Ten, ten team. Oh, ten team league. Still, eight and five should be a playoff team. Top heavy league. Uh, what do you? Okay, what do we need for you? Yeah, what do we need to get Aaron into the playoffs? So, all right, so I'm down seven points. He's got Roethlisberger. That's, that sucks. <laughs> and you're down. He and, but, but, but I got A.J. Green and Antonio Brown. All right, so you need All right, Antonio so what Brown I did, though, is I dropped, I dropped McKinnon uh, yesterday morning for Martavis Bryant. Okay. So you just set in up. case Antonio doesn't play. Nice job. 
do if Antonio Brown, because every report I'm reading says the toe is minor. Dr. A was on yesterday. So, like, Dr. A said Antonio Brown should probably be out for the next five weeks. Uh, now, that doesn't mean that he is going to sit. Antonio Brown is not going to sit for five weeks. I'm just telling you what Dr. A said the optimal recovery time is. They got a game versus the okay, Patriots in if, two weeks. Antonio Brown's not going to miss if, that game. May he sacrifice tonight? I can see it happening. Okay. If if he does play tonight, do you think I still sit him and play Martavis over him? That's an interesting call right there because that turf toe is no joke. I just if if Antonio if Brown is plays, active, I'm playing him. You gotta play him. I'm playing him, Jake. We sweep that right. If Antonio Brown is active, you play him. I missed who the other options were. Martavis Bryant. He picked up Martavis Bryant. That's it? Yep. So Antonio Brown and Martavis Bryant? Yeah, if Antonio Brown starts, you start yeah. Antonio Brown. You give you and then you do that. Aaron, I hope you pull it off tonight. You continue the party going with us weeks 14, 15, and 16. We come back on the other side, take a small break from fantasy. We got the four teams for the college football playoffs announced. Of course it's controversy because they want it to be controversial. Fantasy Football Friends Overreaction Monday comes right back. The award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Shout out to everybody. <clears throat> Shout out to the executives at the Worldwide Network, the Worldwide Leader. Shout out to them. Shout out to the College Football Playoff Committee. In unison, they decide to keep, um, they decide to keep controversy going. There's no way Alabama should have been the fourth team in college football's playoff. And it's not fair to Clemson either. Because now Clemson, the one seed, goes into the damn playoff, the wild well, the wild card or whatever. They go into game one in the playoffs as the damn underdog because they playing Alabama. And Alabama and Clemson is starting to be like Golden State and, and uh, what's the team? In Cleveland. Yeah, because it's too much Alabama-Clemson. That was not fair. Yeah, but, but I don't because, get it either. Because it should be Ohio State so they can whip Ohio State no, ass no, again. But, uh, but, but <laughs> before they came out with the prediction, before they came out with the, before they unveiled the, the final four, uh, according to the sports book, the only team that would have been favored over Alabama was Oklahoma. So why shouldn't I mean Alabama look, I know it wasn't the Alabama really? of years past, but Ohio State what lost two games, they beat a Wisconsin team. I'm not that big on the big Wisconsin, 10. son. The big they ten, won the Big Ten championship. The best team in the Big Ten to me was Penn State. Okay. By but, the way, Corey, yo the top four, where we do time caps on on target, guess we got the top four. You got the top well how did so so you so you had Ohio State beating Wisconsin and yep. Alabama still getting in? 
Alabama beat Mississippi because State. Because Ohio on the State That's was it. number eight. There, that was my point. Ohio State was number eight. It was too big of a hill to climb to jump all the way to number four and jump over a one loss Alabama. You can't jump unless they won like fifty eight to nothing. Mm-hmm. I just I didn't see them jumping that far. Yeah, I didn't see how Alabama wasn't going to get in. I, I knew Ohio State. They didn't play that, nobody. That, that coach on Wisconsin for punting on like the Ohio State forty with five minutes. To you go. can't do that. That was horrific. I mean, I don't know what the that's hell scared football right there. So Clemson is the one seed. Oklahoma's the two seed. The Georgia Bulldogs is three seeds. Oklahoma and Georgia, that's going to be a goodie. And I guess, of course, Clemson and Alabama, they'll probably play another epic game. Clemson, as the one seed, has to be the dawn underdog. When it should have just been Ohio State, and they could have beat them 35 nothing again and then go on. What's the purpose of Ohio being the one no, no, seed no. if you got to play the toughest damn team? That's just how it falls. Ohio State should, does not deserve to be there. You don't get rocked by an unranked team by that much. What did they lose to Ohio by? By like 30-something? You don't get rocked like that and deserve to be there. Yeah, Ohio State. I mean, I, I, I mean Iowa. Alabama, Alabama Iowa. played Mississippi State. They should have lost. Florida State, trash. You feel oh, what I'm saying? Who did, who did Ohio State play? They lost to Oklahoma. They got walloped by Iowa. All they did was win the championship game in Wisconsin. Who else did they play? They won the championship. The Big Who Ten champion isn't is is as, as impressive. Big Ten don't play these at a conference. I don't think you, you know. But, but what the, who, did, who did Alabama play? They played Florida State in, play, in Alabama. In, 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 in Atlanta. LSU and Mississippi State are both ranked. Mississippi State, they should have lost that game. They won it, though. No, they should have lost that game. But and look, the SEC, maybe not as dominant, and, you know, in past I years. I over Alabama. But I, no, I'm, I'm going to take, I'm going to go Bama. Right. I think. Look, you get the matchup. I'm. I'm. I'm just happy that it'll be one versus four, and not for the Corey, national If it's everything you're saying, then Alabama should lose. If they didn't play anybody and they don't deserve to be there, then they should easily lose. I just don't want to see it. I just don't want to see it again. I guess I don't want to see Clemson and Ohio State again either. But I just feel that's not fair to Clemson that they get they they the one seat and they got to go up against Alabama. That's that they're the worst team that's in the playoff. You're making the argument they're the worst team in the playoff. They are. They're the worst team in the playoff. Georgia won. Oklahoma won, so Alabama sneaks in. And they're the favorite. They, they're, they're a one-point favorite, right? They are. Did you see on Instagram? I saw it on uh, so, so Somebody posted <coughs> some, something on Instagram where Clemson went savage. They got the turnover chain, and they cut it. They it. <laughs> that was pretty sick. The turnover chain has come to an end. Next weekend, uh, Heisman Trophy next weekend, or Heisman Trophy is the weekend after. Next weekend, Army-Navy. I think it's Heisman Trophy next mm-hmm. weekend, too. That should go to future New York Giant quarterback Baker Mayfield. So, you don't like that, Jake? No, it's not Baker. They're not trying to Baker Mayfield. Get out of here. Ah, it's interesting. We'll get into that. Fantasy Football, first overreaction Monday. Get back to some NFL talk when we come back on the other side. <laughs> 